Welcome to episode 87 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most. Pretty much better than everybody right now. How are you, Mike? I don't know. A little bit awkward because I don't know why I changed my delivery that drastically. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure that anybody who listens to this pod would know it's Mike and Dave. And then I tried to throw a little bit of a different sound to the voice as if I was going to confuse somebody. Like, oh, the listener. Like, what do they have a guest host? Who is that? That's Mike usually says that. That yeah, was me. And just, I'm an just, idiot. Just trying to put some jazz into it. That's yeah, well, all. Yeah. Whatever. 87 episodes deep, though. Hey. But yeah, you know, cell studio. Let's hope I don't, you know, because no Otterbox on the phone. So, and hey, as we'll get to as we twirl around the sports in either segment two or three, whenever we do it, uh, the Red Sox won today. So you, you're not going to get me to throw my phone on that count, Dave. Um, today, anyway. Uh, it, it's donation pod day, and we love our donations. We do. Uh, the first two uh, from Will Evans. Will, I actually just met in person for the first time last night at my Aunt Barb's house. They were celebrating my Aunt Barb's and my cousin Kelly's birthdays, which neither one of them were yesterday, but they're in the vicinity. Right. So they got together and celebrated whatever. Say it's your birthday. Happy birthday to both of you. My birthday. Yeah. M- mine's kind of mm. tainted because I did wish you both happy birthday last night. So it's not really tainted. It's uh, no. redundant. Redundant is no. a better word. You just wanted to say taint. Yeah. <laughs> taint. Yeah. Um, but up, up. So, so the first two uh, Will gave to me. Yep. And mm. then the third one, Jason Moeller, had a buddy who I believe I want to say when I get to it I'll, I think it was Kentucky but maybe it was also Tennessee but I want to say Kentucky and that's not the only donations they've given right. I've got a couple no. more from okay. Will but we only we only test three a night Dave right I mean this pod is going on to episode hopefully eventually you know thousand hopefully right. episode oh, yeah. one thousand we'll, we'll, we'll have time so we have plenty of time to drink the beers but so yeah Mr. Moore actually he if we just went with nothing but his donations. I think we could do episode 88 and 89 no. on just his donation. And that's why he called him Mr. Moeller. And that's what I said. I texted him. I said, dude, I didn't know you were supplying the pod for life. He said, well, I, I think my buddy who was down there kind of misunderstood what I was asking for. I'm like, you know, and I said, well, donations are one thing, but this is kind of over the top. Not I said, that we're yeah. complaining. No, not that we're complaining, but I even offered. I said, hey, we can, he's, I offered to pay for something. He said, no, absolutely not. So, and, you know, Will thank said you. the same thing. So thanks to everybody. Big shout out. Um, and keep them coming, because like I say, you know, with at least 1,130 episodes, to, or no, 930 episodes, fuck, my math is horrible. Come today, on, man. I, I haven't even really been drinking yet today. Maybe that's, that's why it's so That's part of the problem. With uh, 913 episodes left, potentially, right. keep those donations coming. <laughs> um, but the first one we have, from, like I say, from uh, Will Evans, a triple n- 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 Nazareth. From Wax Wings Brewing Company in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Did you stutter? Yeah, I did actually stutter, but I think they're just emphasizing the fact that it is a triple because it's a triple N N N A Z A R E T H. Um, interesting, but with some of these smaller brewing companies, like Blake told us a while back on the episode we were up at Austin Brothers. These smaller brewing companies, sometimes the batches aren't the same and there's little tweaks and everything because right. on the can, it's listed as a 9.75% alcohol. Okay. If you go to untapped, they've list, they list it at 10%. You know, so maybe, maybe one of the original batches of the Triple Nazareth was actually 10%. Sure. Uh, the cans we're drinking right now, 
9.7. I mean, right. so, you know, quarter percent, you know, at that point we're splitting hairs. Oh, I we think. are, yeah, uh, for sure. And the infamous for a high alcohol IPA, the infamous NA yep. for IBUs. So without further ado, let's crack this bad boy. Ooh, it's got that uh, murky. Yes. Now I did not. I didn't dive into the specifics of this. Uh, is it um, New England? Is it American? Is it West Coast? Or don't we? Are we going to be surprised? Yeah, we're going to be surprised. There's nothing. Really, I mean, it's. I'm going to guess uh, by the looks of it. I'm going to say New Englandish. All right. But we'll, on the notes. No, not too. Got a grapefruit scent on the nose. Right. So I'm going to say New England. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that's good. Very. Uh -huh. The grapefruit is actually the grapefruit is more on the notes than it is the taste. Mm. Yeah, not. I would say for me equal. Really? See, I don't. I don't get it on the taste. Maybe I have COVID. Although, listen, the taste and smell thing isn't a symptom anymore. They look for so, but because I, I can smell the grapefruit, the grapefruit taste really isn't there. Hmm. Um, and and speaking of COVID, the last few episodes we've really kind of stayed away from that because anyway. been before I get into a rant here. If I were to ask you to give, you know, and I thought of this on the way home from uh, Pierce Road Bar and Grill, free ad. Uh, Liz and I don't go there every Sunday, but prior to the pot on Sundays, we go there. And I'm begging, you know, especially, you know, the listeners that like it when by middle of the second segment, you can tell I'm slurring the words and I'm pretty fucked no, up. No, Mike, yeah. no. That, no, you're, that, those, you're too sensitive. Those listeners need to drag their ass to Pierce Road Bar and Grill and partake in the the draft special, which is a 16-ounce draft for $3, which is actually a respectable price in this day and age for a draft, yeah. of the Masagave Lime Hard Seltzer. Because remember episodes ago I said that they accidentally tap the keg, and then once you tap it, they're not going to take it back. So they've just got to get rid of it. So now it's on special because they're trying to get rid of it. And until they get rid of it, see, Duke wants you guys to get out there and go to Pierce Road because yeah. until they get rid of the seltzer, they're not going to bring back my Masagave, <laughs> which leads to some train wrecks here on the pod. So if you want some train wrecks, get your asses down to Pierce Road Bar and Grill and buy up that hard seltzer, right. which I did my part. I bought one, and... It was, it was drinkable, but it was almost as if we were drinking, or I was drinking. Liz actually took a taste of it, surprisingly enough, and she actually liked it. But she's not a beer drinker, and it's not a beer, it's a seltzer. But it was just almost waterish from what we're used to, like, you know, the triple Nazareth here. I mean, there's no comparison. So if you want another train wreck, guys... Go to Pierce Road Bar and Grill and empty that get hard that cell. Keg and, finished. Yeah, get that out of there so we can get the Masagave back on tap. Although, you know, I don't know if Mike wants it too, too bad because uh, he might go through another phone. Well, that's only if you're a fucking asshole to me. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, you were the one who fucking, you know, led me to the fucking edge and then I pushed was, me off. 
So I was just trying to. I was just. But after and even John said, "I don't know if I'm buying Dave. I think Dave just wanted to see you get upset. He was pushing your buttons." Uh, my sister Jen, that is, because uh, obviously we know my sister Caitlin doesn't listen because she doesn't like when I go on rants that I'm about to. So, the old Delta variant. Oh boy! Now I can't wait to the Omega, and the Phi, and um, go through the whole Greek system. Yeah, what was yeah. what was the Animal House? Of uh, Delta Chi Omega. Yeah, you know, what were their letters on, think on the movie Animal House? So until we get through all of those letters, and then maybe we'll go into the Chinese letters, and then this, that, and the other thing. But I am sick and tired of it coming to my phone. I should sue Yahoo. I didn't fucking ask for these reports to come to my phone. It's like, oh, deaths among young people on the rise, and for the first time since June deaths in hospital. You know what? I don't care. I want to start knowing how many people tested positive for syphilis. How many people died of a heroin overdose. Start announcing. I want to know those facts. People will say, well, Mike, more people are dying of COVID than heroin overdose. Okay, that's great, but I still want the those The people's lives of heroin deaths, they matter, right? So, yeah. I, want, I want an alert to my phone. Hey, uh, Tupelo, Mississippi man died after uh, doing... Uh, coke off a hooker and nipples or something like that because if we're going to just continue to scare the society about and here's this is what i want to i want to say conspiracy so bad although i don't get the end game of the, this particular conspiracy like okay, right. oh for, yeah right for the for yeah. instance and no history majors this is not what i'm saying was the case i'm giving it for instance and even though I'm a history major, I don't want to talk history when I'm drinking. I want to get to my twirl around the sports here in segment two. But, like, okay, so I'm going to just make up some shit here, but you'll get my point. Right. All right. The JFK conspiracy was that the U.S. government had JFK killed because he was going to overthrow Castro and the the cia or fbi had working relations with castro and, and again these aren't facts i'm just giving you that so you almost can say well okay i don't believe that conspiracy but okay that kind of makes sense because the fbi is in cahoots with castro and sure. kennedy wants to right. overthrow castro well we got to get rid of fucking kennedy because well, he's ruining our fucking deal with castro right and again i that i may i might be 100 percent wrong on that but i'm giving the example of it right you know, You're the, saying at least there was an end game and there was a potential reason. The, the for... black, the, the Blackhawks, the Black Sox, nineteen, the World Series scandal. It made sense. Okay, guys are hey, we need you to lose because we're betting money against you, so you, you have to lose. They lost. Okay, I get it. The, the White Sox players were making more than they were getting paid by the team. Yep. And the bookies were making a lot more money. I get that conspiracy theory. This whole okay, oh, gotta wear a mask again. Okay, now that you're vaccinated, you still got to wear a mask because it's not, well, it's not, so if it's not 100% euthanize the entire fucking world, and then if there is a God, let's just start with Genesis 6.0, and let's just see if the world can regrow and reformulate, and then 2,000 years. Well, they did it in a Star Trek movie, right? Exactly, because it's just, it's so, it's dumb. We just got to find Spock. We just got the letter that, uh, you know, whatever county fair state's in. That they're on they're on the rise of the Delta variant. So now Ferris State is making vaccinated, unvaccinated people wear the mask in buildings on campus. You know, starting August twelfth. 
okay, whatever. We, we wore masks for over a year. Life went on, no big deal. But it's just like, okay, disease and illness and, and death is never fucking ending. Right. It's, it's not going to come to an end. So I, I say until somebody will let me know of the conspiracy, the end game of this fucking conspiracy, just, let, just drop it. I, <laughs> drop it or kill us all. <laughs> you know, or really promote the movie, the, the the Purge series. Let everybody just go out and kill everybody on, on one night a, a week, right. one night a week, one night a year, and, and be done with it. Because it's it, I'm just it, it's just like it was in April or in May of 2020. It all starting back up. Oh, people are going out. Oh, you got to wear. Oh, they're going to shut down. Oh, we, you know, if you if I say. If they don't let kids go to school this year, then fuck education. Sorry, Dave, you're out of a job. Maybe, hey, I'm always looking for help. So, I, you know, hey, switch over I, to I, yeah. yeah. I'll skip you. I'll even skip the interview process. I'll send you right for the drug screen. <laughs> but if you're not going to go in person, online, every every teacher and every student that cared made the most of it and did what they could. But if it's going to be a permanent online thing, fucking scrap education. Just say, you know what? Who cares? Fuck it. We're done. No school. Do what you want. Stay home. We'll just continue to give you money until this country's fucking bankrupt and nobody has anything because at some point, you know, the money is, you know, some point one of the, one of these presidents say, well, we're out of money. <laughs> and then you right. go back to the Great Depression days. Yeah. You know, you know, the stock market obviously is at some point, I don't know if it'll be as bad, what was it, 2008? Yeah. I don't know if it'll be that bad and hopefully it doesn't get as bad as the Great Depression there, but obviously it's going to correct itself at some point there, yes you know so no one disputes that you know so i i just so and, oh, yeah, I mean, and it was just a simple notification to my phone this morning that it, it's like i get yahoo mail okay i want my hey asian sing, singles looking for <laughs> single men you know i want right. those emails that i could just yeah. delete no i was surprised and then, uh, not to interrupt you know, yeah, yeah. i'll give you the floor for this yeah well um the, <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. a. It's not even my Yahoo Mail. It's a separate Yahoo Mail, and it's nothing but COVID-related shit. I'm suing Yahoo. Anyway, go ahead, Dave. Let me in on that. Yeah, maybe we can <laughs> yeah exactly. That'll that'll be good for the pod. <laughs> It'll be really small, good. Small-time podcast suing you, Yahoo. <laughs> no, if you look on TikTok and and I've seen more. Uh, where it used to be people trying to convince everybody else, hey, you know, they're, like you said, in 2020, you know, there are people that, you know, are susceptible to this. There are people that are going to end up in hospitals. There, you know, your loved ones that aren't ready to die yet, you know, they, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's, we're, we're past that. But now it's kind of flipped where Facebook, TikTok, you're seeing more people. Um, I saw a rant by uh, one guy, uh, his wife has... Um, uh, breast cancer, stage four, something like that. And she needs medical treatment. And um, they couldn't, they were running out of beds or they, they, I guess they, she went in for her some treatment, but they kicked her out like two days early, earlier than she had had her treatments had gone before because they were running out of space for all these people that were ended up in the hospital with COVID. And the guy was basically saying, he's like, look, you know, get your fucking vaccination. You know, like what you were saying. I mean, this is going to go on. There's going to be COVID. There's going to be those, you know, the, the the SARS and the and the everything else. But you know, keep your ass out of the hospital so people like my wife can get their treatments. So people like my wife who has something that's, you know, that's treatable, she can get her full 
treatment that she needs and, you know, maybe have some quality of life, either get past it and beat the cancer or, you know, whatever. But, but, see, know, but uh, a lot no. of people being pissed off about the fact that, you know, oh, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't want to get vaccinated and then end up in the hospital and take up beds for people who are actually sick with other things. Right. Okay. But the only thing is now Pfizer's released at first Pfizer, which is the shot I have at first they came on, they're like 95% or 90, 95%. Now they're saying the numbers are actually is like, it's like a 42% success rate. It's like, well, that's a, you know, a 420 hitter is still going to make the <laughs> hall of fame, but it's still like my right. point. And actually, um, I, I don't know what I don't in I say the HIPAA laws. Liz says it's not even HIPAA anymore. I, why isn't it just like alcohol? Nobody fucking disputes the fact when you go, well, you and I don't get carded anymore, but, you know, 10 years ago I got carded, you know, once every million times sure. I drank. Yep. You know, but you're like a 22-year-old kid goes to, you know, gets yeah. himself a 12-pack of Budweiser, puts it on the counter, you know, the clerk says, can I see your ID? You know. Yeah. Kid reaches to his wallet. Okay, hey, yeah, that would be thirteen ninety nine. Out the door you go. That kid doesn't throw a fucking hissy fit. <laughs> what are you seeing my fucking ID for? And like at the Fishman 8, there's a lot more information on your fucking driver's license than there is your vaccine card. So you don't want to get vaccinated? Don't get vaccinated. Then when you go into a supermarket X, yeah. can I see your vaccination card? Not vaccinated. Well, you ain't shopping here. See ya. <laughs> Right. You're, you're going to the ball game. Uh, tickets. And then you see vaccination card. Don't have vaccination card? Nah, you just waste your money on ticket, pal. See ya. Well, I mean, yeah. kind of. I mean, she saw people getting turned away. Now, I'm not saying, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there weren't any unvaccinated people at Lollapalooza. But as they were waiting in line and as they were hanging out around the entrances, they saw lots of people getting turned away. You know, everybody had to show some form of vaccination. Now, did some people get into Lollapalooza with a fake card? Absolutely. And that, so it, do people get alcohol exactly. with fake IDs. That's what I'm saying. But that's you know the I mean? uproar. It's like, that's a, that's a privacy thing. It's not a fucking privacy thing. Show it or don't go. Nobody's forcing you to do anything. You want to go see the Pistons game? Yeah. Show your back card. You don't, you don't want to show it? Well, <laughs> watch the Pistons game on TV, I guess. Or at the bar. That will, that doesn't want your vaccine card. <laughs> exactly. You know, or but then upscale right. bars will probably start doing the same thing with sure. so those that are vaccinated can feel safe and then sure. sneeze all over everybody and look toilet seats. <laughs> but it was just I don't know how I got on that rant because it's been a while because you know, well, I really, mean, it, really, it's like what you know for three six months. Yeah, everything. Everybody knew it didn't go away, but it was oh right. god, woo! Didn't lucky, didn't break. Those are glasses. No beer was lost in that droppage. My hand <laughs> gestures knocked over. I know everybody was worried. Yeah, no, no. My hand gesture knocked over glass segment two, glass segment three. So, no, but I mean, it, it's actually you know, a lot of people. I mean, you bring up a good point. It's it's you know it's it's boiling to the point where people that did all the right thing wanted to do the right thing, and now it's you know with every with all the people that are bitching about the vaccinations or I think the whole thing about the whole tracking, you know, Oh, they're going to be tracking us. That went away really quick because people started, you know, pointing to the fact that do you have a cell phone? Right. Oh, oh yeah. A cell phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And you don't want to be tracked. <laughs> yeah. You better throw that and thing then, in the toilet. Perfect example. We uh, had a surprise birthday party yesterday for uh, grandma Blackhawk. Um, her birthday's coming up, but they've had the surprise because everybody could get happy together. Happy birthday. Happy, everybody could get together yesterday. And uh, uh, we were talking, I was talking with uh, Michael 
Grandpa Blackhawk's son, Michael, and his wife, Casey, uh, about the one beer. I, I like snake venom. I wanted to try it, and like yep. Liz just got out her phone and went to Google and hit SN, and snake venom popped up. <laughs> you know, right. sure, now, possibly she has searched it before. Possibly. Or, like you said, are you being, is everything well, you say or oh. do being tracked? Well, like why I, the hell on that thing we got in the kitchen there, the uh, the Alexa? You know, it comes with, it comes with a, that you can turn the microphone off, and it's got a little slide so you can turn the camera off. Why is that? Well, because it actually, it was watching you and listening to you 24-7. And that's what, uh, and at, at work, like, um. When we had the, we had company vehicles many years ago, there was there's something put in there, yada yada yada, to do whatever, whatever. And a lot of people upset about it. It's like I was the of the type when I'm working. I was of the type of like f- fucking track me. I don't care if you track me or not. I'm where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> right. So yeah, if, right. if uh if you're where you're supposed to be, who cares if you're being tracked? <laughs> you know. What I, yeah. But, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, and it gets to a point where, yeah, of course, you know, you just, you don't, people are a little creeped out by, you know, someone's watching me, someone's tracking me, someone's, you know what, if if you're not doing anything, I mean, you, you can't tell me you've got somebody that's that's dedicated to to, to me, to right. Dave, you know, okay, right. oh, where's he now? <laughs> right. Where's he now? Oh, he's on the shitter. Oh, he's, uh, he's exactly. in his closet trying to pick out his daily. Nobody's doing that. No, exactly. And then, like I say, getting back to what is the end game for the conspiracy, I mean, like, I'm not, I don't do politics. I don't really, I don't give it. Like, you know, I voted, as I've told the listeners before, I voted for Obama because I thought Obama, I would, he would be a better wingman for you to pick up ladies than McCain would have been. <laughs> right. You know, so I mean, I mean, so that's my political strategy. He would agree with you on that. <laughs> exactly. But Texas and Florida are Republican states, correct? Uh, yes. And it's always the Democrats that are bringing up, well, Texas and Florida, you know, these rogue states, they have the highest death counts. You know, so the Democrats are in it. I just, I, I don't. You know, the numbers are, you know, stupid. I there, mean, there's, you know, there's just, yeah, there's lies, there's damn lies, and then there's data. Right. It, it's how it's how they spin it. So I mean, it's you know, again, it's you take everything with a grain of salt, and you try to. I mean, if enough sources are saying the same thing, then maybe it's true. Maybe. Um, maybe. When you realize how much time and effort you have to go through to get to one grain of salt. Because, <laughs> right. I mean, those, those motherfucking things are tiny. <laughs> so, um, hey, before we rate the triple N here, yeah. totally off the wall, I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to put a Mount Rushmore of Jay Giles songs, which four are you going with? Oh, Okay, well, I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't think I know four, but when I tell you, freeze Jamie, frame. Okay, that 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 is on that is on my. It's almost like a random question. Um, love stinks. That's mine. Um, and if you got freeze frame, you got to get the other one. The uh, the, the fourth one, you you possibly the other, may not yeah, get. Yeah, the but, third one's right on the tip of my brain because you didn't prepare me for this, so I'm I'm having to. Uh, 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 oh, I'm not going to get it right now. 
It would be one of these things like, you know, There's 20 minutes. There's my homeroom angel on the pages in between. between. My blood oh, runs cold. My memory has just been sold. My angel is the centerfold. Yeah, okay. All right, there's the third one. And the fourth one is, and for me, obviously, you know, you, you know, we're all different people. My fourth one is the live version of Must Have Got Lost. Oh, yeah. I don't know the words of that one, but I I remember hearing that one. Yeah, with the live versions where he talks about uh, Rapunzel and then he calls her Raputa, 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 you know, actually. Jake Isles, actually a uh, unforgotten band. Yeah, unforgotten. Or, yeah, um, uh, a for uh, a, forgotten a forgotten band. band. Yeah, unforgotten. That means everybody. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a forgotten band. Yeah, no, that was a good band. Are we gonna rate this? Yeah, I think that's the premise of our pod. It is. You're first. Okay. Typically, NAs have some bitterness to them. I there. This was Not a. a yeah, there was no bitterness whatsoever. The more I drank, I did pick up grapefruit on the taste, but you still had that IPA thickness, IPA flavor, IPA body, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Three of these will make for a short night, but hey, that's my <laughs> my MO. Yeah, that's my MO. Um. Is it four worthy? Do 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 do. If it was a third beer of the night, it could be four worthy. I'm gonna be a little stingy with my four. I'm gonna go three nine. Oh, check that out. Dave and Mike. I'm not saying this never happened, but very, very infrequently, rarely. Dave and Mike. Had yeah, the exact had same 3.9 rating. And, and as soon as I said 3.9, he held up his paper. Yeah. And no. it was already written down. So. And everything you said was spot on. I think we have to agree. Our our palates agree on that. Um, very, very tasty. You know, not there's no bitter beer face or anything like that. Um, so, well, where did we stand with it? Now, just as I figured, Wax Wings Brewing Company... Obviously, it's probably a little bit smaller. Right. There are a lot of brewing companies in Kalamazoo. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just had a new one that we that I'd never heard of uh, or two weeks ago. One well. Yeah. So yeah, one well. One well brewing company. Wax wings, um, and then obviously you have uh, what's uh, bell, bells. Bells. Yeah. And the reason I say it's smaller and because on Untapped. With 451 check-ins. Now, that, that's actually small. We've had yeah, smaller. Yeah, we've had smaller, but that's one of the small ones. Right. Because uh, typically they're in at least the thousand, at least four figures. Um, we, were in the, we were in the neighborhood of the untapped crowd, but we didn't like it quite as much as they did because they came in at, it. you know, the beer is spelled with three N's. The untapped crowd rated it three fours, 4.44. Really? Um, I don't think I could go huh. that high because 4.44 would be one of our highest rated beers in the history of the pod. And because I was debating, I was going to go like 405 and I'm like, is this four worthy? And I'm like, and that's what I said. If it would have been the third beer of the night, I may have 
maybe, got a little maybe, loose with maybe, my radio, you, know, yeah, you know, like yep. the, the old bar scene. I, you know, I never, I never fucked a ten, but one night I fucked four, five twos. <laughs> but uh, no, that actually, that was a bad analogy. The analogy I wanted to at uh, at four, she's a ten. At no, at ten, she's a. <laughs> Come on, numbers guy. <laughs> no, what what does it say when you're like early in the night? No, at ten she's a two. At two she's a ten. There you go. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. It took me a long time to get there, but yeah, this is you know. A professional podcast would edit that out, and you would get the oh no, that's the that's, pod, bump. that's podcast. Right. That's podcast gold right there. Uh, no, I I mean I'd agree that probably later in the later in the if this would have been the third tasting for sure. But they're just it, it was missing that it's got a, a certain little zip that would have took it over the four point Correct. for me. All right. Well, interestingly enough, our second tasting, again, courtesy of Will Evans. Thanks, Will. And again, it's from Wax Wings Brewing Company. But along the lines of it was one of those, uh, I think it was a Great Lakes Brewing offer. And it was called. I like, thought you were going to say it was the best of times. It was no, the worst no, of times. I, it no. was the thank okay. you, right. thank you, healthcare workers, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, it was, yeah. It was by Jamie Wind, you know, Jamie Wendy donated them I to do us. I remember that. And they looked exactly the same. And if we were on YouTube, our listeners could see this. Hint, hint, Dave. Hold up your can as yeah. if we were on YouTube, so the listeners could see it. Does, does that or does that not look like the same beer? It is the same label. Period. Uh, right. So, but if you spin it. I'm drinking the Condor Valley Rainbow, which is a sour at 4.5%, conditioned on raspberry, key lime, tangerine, and vanilla, packaged packaged on April 14, 2021. Now, what are you drinking, Dave? I'm drinking the Condor Valley Vice, 6%, fruited sour, conditioned on strawberry, pineapple, and coconut, packaged on 7-8-2021. Whose birthday is that? That would be my birthday. Now... So, and I had first Happy birthday cho- to me. I had first choice at this. So our ratings are going to be a little askew unless we sample each other's. Um, that would be weird. But it, oddly enough, I went lower alcohol because I don't like coconut. <laughs> Typically, if I would have saw six versus 4.5, 4. Yeah. you're getting the 4.5. But the six has some coconut in it, and yeah. I'm like, eh. You know, yeah, okay. I, I'll, in between segments, I've got a sloppy whoppy for myself to I'm drink. I'm sorry, so. Mike. I might have to sneeze. Pussy. <laughs> sorry. Well, right. But I, in, in between segments <laughs> two and three, this pussy's going to be drinking some sloppy whoppy to amp it up for segment three. But anyway, so right. let's see. You know, they're both sours. They're both by the same brewing company. And we'll rate accordingly. And if you listeners don't like it, well, fuck you. Well, and plus, this is my birthday gift from Will. Exactly. Well, was, well, New Year birthday. Yeah. Um, and oh as we pour... Oh, oh, my God. Look at this. Yeah, yours looks like... Mine actually looks like a... Uh, oh, wow. Nice grape drink. A, a smoothie, It looks like it, it looks like a damn smoothie. And yours looks It looks weird. It looks like freshly squeezed, um, like a... Like a nectarine. Dishwater. With, <laughs> come on, man. Cheers. Cheers. The notes aren't very, a little bit, you know, Ooh, a little wow. fruity. Oh, Mikey that likes it. That's fucking delicious. <laughs> Mikey likes it. Now, again, it's a sour. It's, yeah. it's not a stout. It's not an IPA. 
And that's why I strategically placed it in between our two IPAs because you're going to get a different feel and a different taste. Now, look. Oh, at, you will not. There, we're gonna go ahead and try it. And actually, let me, before we sh share drinks. It is. You, you the sent, coconut is wicked strong You, you on sent this. me a text where you said, hey, I'm back from up north. 630 should work. And I'm like, um, I, didn't know. I didn't know you were up north. So, okay. And then you, you responded with. We're pod partners, not lovers. I don't have to tell you everything. Jeez. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know what? Pod partners actually should be closer than lovers. <laughs> lovers, you're just going over for a quick little little bang, and you move on, you get on with your life. Pod part, Podcast partners, there's more to it than that. So, yeah, you're right. We're not lovers. We're pod partners. So I fucking expect to know every one fucking move you make. Because I may have needed you to pick me up something while you were up north. Say, hey, while you're up north, I need a... Uh, yeah. A lime slice from the farm market up on 33. Sure. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> if there was a 33, I would have gone to it. So anyway, right. so we're going to sample each other's. And, you, know, right. you just don't like lip the, the entire glass. I mean, you can lip that because I'm, I'm drinking the other side. So, but I, oh yeah, that, that's fucking, that's fucking suntan. Can you smell that, it? That's suntan lotion, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, you did you did well, Mike, because that's way too tart for me. Oh, uh, and actually, oh. the smell of the coconut is way worse than the taste. That I, I would have been able to finish that, but I'm glad I did take. Oh. I'm, uh, yeah, this this bad boy. It's a, this is a uh, fruit. It, this is like a fruit they crushed smoothie. up a bunch of sweet tarts and threw it in there. Yes, and that that'll get me ready that's for a my beer. That, no, well, it's, it's a, a sour. It's a sour. It's a sour. That's why I put it in there between the IPAs. Gotcha. All right. I'm going to start it off because I know as busy as you are, you haven't been watching shit. But I'm going to tell you guys something. Liz and I are five episodes into the White Lotus. I believe it's the season finale tonight on HBO Max. I believe there's only six episodes. We haven't watched season six. Don't really see how they're going to, because it starts, this is no spoiler, so you can continue to listen if you plan on listening to the White Lotus. It's not a spoiler because the very first episode Starts with a scene in the airport, and then it says one week earlier. So episodes one through five basically take place in a one-week time frame. And where it's going, I do, it, it doesn't. It would almost be like a love boat or fantasy island type situation where you'd have to come and put a new entire cast of characters on right, the White right. Lotus because the white what the White Lotus is is a resort in Hawaii. Okay. And they've got like three different, like the love boat, you know, where sure. there are like three different subplots in that one hour episode. Well, what about, I, I just saw the remake, um, you know, we were at the cabin, so we only get the digital, you know, we got the antenna to get the digital signal. There's no cable or anything like that, uh, which is still cheating. It probably shouldn't be a, you know, a, a rustic cabin with the, even that right. technology. But uh, the one thing we saw... I, I had never seen an episode of was the the uh, the modern version of Fantasy Island. Oh yeah, I have yet to see that either. But yeah, that's probably what the White Lotus is, yeah. except on HBO. Sure. So, doing that, uh, season three or four, I can't remember which of a typical with Jennifer Jason Lee and God, she looks awful. She did. Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Jennifer. I know you listen to this show. <sighs> Yeah, you, father, father time kind of beat your fucking ass because she was fucking hot. 
in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Well, you it's know, been a while since Fast <laughs> Times was filmed. Hey, I was her same age. I don't fucking look as weathered as she does. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she, she looks bad. All right. I mean, and then Michael Rappaport, who, you know, I dogged on a few episodes ago when he got into it, you know, a little Twitter twit, Twitter tweet twit fest with uh, Kevin Durant. But it's very good, but it's very, very... 2021 and that now really the focus of episode three my only negative to it the focus of episode three almost seems to be not on the autistic son who i'll have to research it and see if this the the actor who plays this is really autistic or he just does a fantastic job of playing an autistic person to his younger sister who is Dare I use the air quotes? Normal. Sure. Um, but it's not Ben Stiller playing an autistic person, is no, it? No, but naturally, okay. naturally, his younger sister is lesbian. So that's really the focus of wow, season three. Wow, there's twists in here. And that, and but it's just the society we live in is where actually the focus should be on because I mean it's a very it's a very good as weathered as Jennifer Jason Lee is. It's a very good series. It's entertaining, and um, thoroughly enjoy it. Liz and I will probably tomorrow night uh, finish season three or four, whatever it is like, right. that's currently on. And then I started watching, not typically my genre, but the title lured me in in three episodes deep. Uh, I, I have, It's called Brand New Cherry Flavor. And it's almost it's it's not. I'm it's nervous not, about where this is going to go. It's not scary. Oh, it's um, it's like a paranormal thing. Okay. And this is the one like a lot of stuff that I watch. You know, I'll be playing around on my phone, checking out Red Sox scores, going on words with friends, sending an email here or there, doing this, that, or the other thing, and I can still follow along. Uh, brand new cherry flavor. Phone has to be set down. Because this is one fucking weird show. <laughs> I, I don't know how many episodes it is. It's I think it's 2021. It's relatively new. No famous actors. It's it's so weird. I'm I'm three episodes in. I'm stuck. Like our uh, uh, loyal listener, the big dog uh, from Spilling the Nachos. Uh, I think it was episode six of his show. They just released episode ten. I wonder if they'll catch. At Don't Forget the Popcorn. Because that Don't Forget the Popcorn supposedly, allegedly, is coming out with another episode. Their last one was in December, which was episode 61. Spilling the Nachos just came out with their 10th episode yesterday. And like you know, Nate says, you know, if he starts a series, he doesn't care if it's good, bad, right, or wrong. He's going to finish it. It's like, you know, well, fuck it. I started it, so I'm finishing it. Right. And that's where I, that's kind of how I feel with a brand new cherry flavor. It, it's so weird, I got to finish it. Finally, <laughs> you have to watch. I'm giving it on our beer rating of one to five. It would be the first ever five rating. Wow. Netflix documentary. It's about an hour and 20 minutes, give or take. Malice in the Palace about the 2004 riot and. I remember it happening 17 years ago, and I was pro player back then. 
and after seeing this documentary, I'm pro-player, pro-pacers tenfold. Okay. Because you get a little backstory to it because, like, and, and that, they kind of dissect where the, the three participants were Ron Artest, who is now Meta World Peace, Stephen Jackson, and Jermaine O'Neal. Okay. Those were the three main parts of that, the ordeal. And you kind of get where they came from and what their mindset is, was, yada, yada, yada. And they break it down, and then they show you footage that, like, ESPN didn't. Because all ESPN ever shows you is Ron Artest just running into the crowd. Right. But if you you break down the, the footage like this documentary does... It, it, there's no way in the world you can side with the fucking fans in this episode. I don't care if you're a Piston fan, a Sixer fan, a Pacer fan. Hate the NBA with all your passion. So, Nick Witzke, this is one for you, buddy. I know you hate sports, hate basketball, hate everything. Malice in the Palace, you got to watch that documentary. It, brilliantly done. And if you don't leave the documentary saying, hey, right. I'm pro Pacers and pro players at what happened at that event, then you're just uh, blinders on, biased. Well, you got to know in, in, in sports, especially professional sports, now basketball is probably one of the few that the players are actually the most accessible to the fans. Right. Or actually can, you know, right. fans and, I mean, you got fans right on the court pretty much, right? Right. So, I mean, you with everything that goes on in there, I know as rookies and, you know, you, you, you read and there's documentaries. I mean, they get coached, they get taught, they have professional development on. You're going to get heckled. People are going to yep. say some awful things, you know, as a profession <coughs> and as a league, you know, we have to, we have to ignore those things. We have to, yep. you know, because you're on camera, you're, and I haven't seen the documentary, but I can imagine, I mean, <laughs> If a player is going to go off and go into the stands and do something like that, whatever that fan is doing has got to be pretty horrific. Right. And that and and the, the and that's what the other thing that makes that documentary so good is it breaks down damn near just everything you said. And I mean, like uh what what did I uh O'Neal or Ta- Jackson yeah, Jackson, even you know, he's like almost the most real of the three because they're interviewing him, all these guys real time. Right, and he's the most real of the three. He's like, hey, the way I was brought up, I'm going to battle for my my guys. Yep, you know, and it you know, so it it's a must watch. Huh, and it, even the Oakland County prosecutor that did the case because it, it was a huge fucking taxpayer money because they had to. Like, the, the one guy said in it, and it's not a spoiler, but I'm just going to tell you, like, the one guy said in it, most of these are a simple simple assaults and battery, which these cases, they do they start to finish are like an hour long. It's like, all right, Dave, you punch Mike, you know, sure. as he was leaving the bar, you're, you're fine, whatever the fine is, misdemeanors going on, you're next. Right. And they spent months and hours. There's like, I think they said it was like, Oh, that was my phone dropping on the floor. I didn't throw <laughs> it. I, I, did, did, I, I didn't throw it. It fell. <laughs> um, they were. I mean, they said that, like these documents are like ten thousand pages of documents. You know, okay. somebody's paying these people. You know, but <laughs> right. anyway, must watch. Gotcha. So, yeah, and um, you were you were right. I've I've been um, I haven't watched anything really. 
I think I think the only thing I can remember in the last week I needed a time some downtime, and I thought, well, I'll just go back to the tried and true and and at least use some of the money that I'm spending on Disney Plus, and I think I watched Solo. That's the uh, Han Solo. Yeah, that I will not be watching. Right, I, I do want to get Dragons into I, I, spaceships. I, I do want to get into Loki though. Loki should be just about done. I watched one episode and it was pretty good, but it was buzzing pretty good, so I didn't really follow it. So I got to restart. Yeah, it. you gotta you gotta like the whole time time variant time. Yeah, you know, and how uh, did you watch Loki? Oh yeah. Oh, is it good? Is yeah, it better? Is it better than the? Uh, if you follow the marble, marble. Did I just say marble? But we it's knew you meant marvelous. You, you, we knew you meant marble. Fernando's Hideaway. What was a marvel that we both watched that we that I even liked uh, the the not the fish called Wanda. What uh, WandaVision. <laughs> fish uh, called Wanda. <laughs> yeah, WandaVision. Is it better or worse than WandaVision for a non Avenger um, guy? I think there's. I think you have to know a little bit more about the Marvel universe with Loki than Wanda. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of Easter eggs in WandaVision, uh, but there's also, uh, I don't know. You, you've got to be, um, uh, what's it called when in time when you get two conflicting things in time and they're going to, you know, um, like a variant, I guess. Okay. I don't want hmm, to use that word right now. I get you upset, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> you know, like a, a variant in time and you got to like the whole, Paradox. That's the word I'm looking for. So, you know, and that's what's going on. So, and there's some deeper things, um, not to give you a spoiler alert, but uh, looking ahead and uh, my daughter, you know, she's really into that kind of stuff. And so uh, it kind of has to do it very oddly enough. It has to do with Ant-Man. Okay, well then, and you haven't seen yeah, that, yeah, so but that's that's it. the that's the end game. But if you like Loki, you like his character, you like what he does, and like, it's 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 entertaining. All right, it, yeah. And then August twenty sixth, we have the new American Horror Story. Can't wait. And then, of course, the continuation of season five of Billions in the first part of September. So I would imagine next week, um, Liz and I will get through the first five episodes of season five that were recorded pre-COVID of Billions yep. so we can be ready to go. Yeah, we the, got to the, the end of season four, and I was like, what? Yeah, see? <laughs> what? Yeah. I think even loyal listener Brian Adams might have, he's so addicted to the series that uh, I think he might even purchase Showtime. Oh, wow. You know, to watch it. But I told him, I said, it's not out till September 6th, so don't, you know, kill yourself getting there. Um. Yeah. I had something to do before we got to everybody's uh, favorite segment, and mm. it fucking slipped my mind, so maybe it'll come to me after I'm everybody's sure favorite segment. So, without further ado, David. Fuck you. Fuck you. What do, you, what do you have for us, David? Okay, I've got one. I've got one this week. Okay, so we were up north. Uh, we went kayaking on the Manistee River. Who's we, by the way? Oh, my wife and my daughter. Oh, so three. Okay. Yep. So the three of us went kayaking. We, you know, and um, Shelly and I, we did it last year. Um, Chippewa Landing, great, great service. Um, it's very convenient. Yeah, but some of the stuff that we had. 
So my fuck you this week is to the um, the whole waterproof dry bag industry. All right. Now I've got one here. That looks yeah. That looks. This pretty, is for a cell phone. Yeah, and again, if we were on YouTube, the listeners would say, "Wow, that fucking thing must be able to go to the bottom of the ocean." Right, and, and so this is from a brand called Travelon, and uh, extensive directions on the back, as you can see. And you fold this thing up, and it's got a little mag magnetic, excuse me, and a Velcro seal, right? And so it tells you to get all the air out, and it talks about sealing this, you know, to get a good seal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and there's some plastic there. And, you know, I've had this submerged with my phone in it, and my phone has come out perfectly dry when I've done it correctly. So now I go to this other bag, and I'm going to tell you why I'm talking about this. Now, this is Gecko Brands. Now, it is Hunter Orange, right? Yeah. You, you can see yeah. this, you can see this yep. fucker from space. I think so. <laughs> so, um, at the bottom of it, what size font do you think that is? That's probably like about 24 to 36 font. I could read that from a mile away. <laughs> it says waterproof, right? Yes, it does. 10 liters. And then you go to the top and it says, to seal, roll at least three times and clip uh, and clip buckle right much like henry cigarettes okay so you do that now what does it say over to the side right there not intended for submersion okay <laughs> so what do you think that means if it gets submerged it means yeah this probably is going to get wet so we just <laughs> so... recommend you putting shit in this in a light sprinkle as you're walking through the park with an umbrella <laughs> under a raincoat so, uh, what do you think happened when my wife's phone was in this and her kayak tipped over? Probably ruined the phone. Phone is dead. Right. So, my fuck you right now is to Gecko Brands uh, for not pu for putting the waterproof in like 36 font. Right. And putting the not intended for submission in submersion. What, submersion. Excuse me. Uh, in what's uh, that's like what ten yeah. nine. Yeah, if that. <laughs> if that, in the part that you roll up and, and actually subsequently the, don't the see. The waterproof is actually almost probably triple the Gecko Brands font. Right. You know, you would think Gecko Brands would be the big font. Right. Waterproof maybe the second or third, but waterproof is the biggest so font. So when a consumer sees something that says waterproof. I'm t you're going to, yeah, you're going to not, you know. Right. If I do this and I do the three folds and I buckle yep. it, I'm thinking it's sealed. Well, it was, trust me, this thing was chuck full of water. So, yeah, hey, I, that, that's, you know, that's such a good fuck you, Dave. <laughs> I, th I think I'm going to, my week was fairly well. Yeah, you so don't have one. Okay. I, I don't have one. Well, there's one. been weeks that I yeah, haven't had one. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, but that's, that's, you know, that's a legit fuck you. When, you know, waterproof is waterproof. It, you know, it's, it's, there's not like, okay, well. If you cover this and put it under your raincoat and walk against the wind, it probably will keep it somewhat dry. That's not waterproof. <laughs> right. Waterproof is waterproof. So right. that is a valid fuck you. And I, I don't think I can force a fuck you. I, I had a good week. It, uh, now that we're almost two-thirds into the episode, if the listeners haven't known by now, I had a dilemma on my hands in episode 86 whether or not I was going to get into coaching. Oh, and I wanted you, to know about that. And as you can see about, it's probably you can tell with my voice, Yeah. the answer was yes, I got back into coaching. 
Now I will t- I will say this. Now were you coaching where the typical um, the fourth graders yes. off to the yes. side of the okay? So on Thursday, yep. I was working at church. Church. I saw you there when on my way to on the way home from practice. Okay. I swear to God, I was I was working the parking lot yep. and working some of the cars and getting people, and I I heard hey, yep. <laughs> some, I oh. heard a, I heard a Mike Peters like hey, yep. everybody stop and listen to what I'm saying. I don't know if I'm going to last the whole year because it's even I mean it was only four years ago where I was with the class of 2021 in their eighth grade season, but. I, I go all in with them. Right. And, you know. And now, you're not going to last in terms of you're not going to be able to keep it going or you're not going to last in terms of the parents are going to vote you off the island. Oh, no, the fuck. The parents won't vote me off the island. Okay. The, the parents <laughs> might, they, they might actually even ask me to watch their kids on the weekend. So, the, the, yeah, that's not the, that's not the issue. The, the issue is I'm fucking gassed every fucking night I leave there. Oh, gotcha. Because I don't just sit there. I'm oh, yeah. with... Can't really run anymore though, but right. we, you know, my exercise station is the plank station, and I woke up yesterday and my fucking stomach hurt because oh, wow. I, I did probably five minutes worth of planks, not continuous, right? But with each group right. that came, I did it with them. That's the way I do. If I'm expecting you to do a plank, I'm going to do it with you. Yeah, but in three or four weeks, you won't feel it. Oh no, right? But yeah, we'll see. But yeah, so yeah, the first week was fun. But I mean, man. And hey, as you know, you coach track. You know, I mean, when you don't have a fucking dog in the right the race, the dog in the fight. Right. I mean, it's like this is a lot of fucking time. <laughs> but like right. I told John, I, I'm not the head coach. I don't make the decisions. Tell me what you want me to do. I'll do it. I'm I'm there to help the kids. I'd like I I talked to one parent on the way out because he actually Nick Connors his son. Even though they live in Carlton, they're playing for Swan Valley Youth Football. Sure. And I'm guessing he'll end up at Swan Valley. But he's, um, you know, I, I shoot the shit with him just because I work with him. But I don't, if, if right. somebody says hi to me, I mean, fuck, they're 30, 34 years old. I mean, right. you know, well, the loyal listeners, the Wendy's are that age too. But we're friends with them because our, our, our younger kids <laughs> yes. are friends with them. Yeah. So, but yeah, but. All, all, all in all, first week, I'm going to give it a thumbs-up rating. It's like I did miss it. Should have been a teacher. Fucked that up. But, hey, live and learn. You know, you fight the good fight and yeah. move on. So I imagine after the first game you'll be you'll be back in the saddle. I'll so miss the second game, though, because we'll be in Nashville. I think that's the second game okay. when we're in Nashville. All right. So. All right. Um, but anyway, without further ado, let's rate our respective Condor Valleys. You're right. first this time. I am first. And I, I am going to go. I I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've had a sour before. Oh, I, I may have. Yeah, I, sure I, sh- we've had I probably have. No, I don't know. Have we on the pod? I, I'm almost positive we have. But we'd, we'd have to look. I mean, fuck, we're talking we're nearly th- 270 beers. No, I thought we were into the threes. I said, well, 90 times 3 is 270, and we're in episode 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, my math is off. Yeah. You're the math guy. All right, so anyway, um, this is delicious. I mean, this is, it doesn't even honestly taste like a beer. It, it literally, like I, I joked when you were pouring yours that it looked like a smoothie. Right. This tastes like a, 
strawberry pineapple coconut smoothie. Um, I went 4.1. Wow. Because I can have another one of these and probably another one of these. It wasn't half as tart as yours. Because that was sour. All right, so and before I get to mine, so you, you went 4.10. Yep. The untapped crowd for the Condor Valley Vice with an even smaller rating group than our 451 for the Triple Nazareth. What was it? 384 check-ins okay. came in at 4.31. Oh. So you were a lot closer than we were with our first beer. Right. So now... I thoroughly enjoyed this beer. Well, you said it's not a beer, it's a sour. A but sour, I mean, it, right. I mean, technically I think it's categorized as a beer, right. but in the, in the sour, sour category. Cate- exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So it, I thoroughly enjoyed the sour, but nowhere near the Triple Nazareth. So I came in at a 3.25. So now my untapped crowd is with 314 check-ins was a 4.30. So I was a a full point under. I mean, so I I think those are loyal West Wings drinkers who want to. And hey, I'm not not knocking West Wings. It was good. It was flavorful. I enjoyed it. But I mean, if if I'm putting the Triple Nazareth at a 3.9, there's no way I'm approaching that those same numbers because it's a totally different fucking drink. No, and that's it too because I mean people that are going to check in are drinking sours because they really but, really yeah. enjoy them. Whereas opposed to if you have a choice between an IP, a triple IPA and a sour, I mean that's a no-brainer for you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Dave, before we get to the third and final tasting, courtesy of loyal listener Mr. Jason Moeller. Thanks, Jason. Hey, Jason, hopefully got my email and will be available to draft on the 29th, which Dave and I are going to have to discuss after the fact if everybody can agree to that fantasy football date. But anyway, I digress. We have some uh, in-pod pod business to attend to. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hey, know hey, why that happened twice. Well, because I have I have two in pod corrections, so I mean I'm an idiot twofold. Minor, 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 but I know with our loyal listeners who like to nitpick, malice at the palace. Oh, jeez, I'm glad Not you malice did that. In the that palace. Was, yeah, that was a huge malice correction. at the palace, and then our second tasting was from Wax Wings. Just like our first wing, tasting was from Wax Wings, not West Wings, which was uh, like a, <laughs> a, a section of the White a House. section of the White House and a cross <laughs> between uh, the Kalamazoo Brewery and an HBO series Westworld. Wax, you know. So yeah, it is <laughs> our right. first and second tastings were both from Wax Wings Brewing Company. So anyhow, I digress, and we'll get on to. The first of many, many from Mr. Moeller. We're going with Rusty Rail Brewing Company. The coolest can of the night by far. Oh, for sure. Um, Reckoner, an Imperial Hazy IPA, 8% middle of the night, and the only one with an IBU rating of 77. 
So I'm I'm anticipating some piney notes with a little bit of bitterness in what I'm thinking will be a standard IPA taste. So as we pour, it's got the IPA color. And now from the IBUs and from the color, I'm gonna guess this is this is gonna go into the American IPA category. Well, let's see what on tap lists it as. And I'm gonna let our listeners know again if we were on Don't look at the rating because we're not supposed no, to until no, we're the not, end. I'm not looking at the rating. I'm just gonna let you know this is a slightly dank hop quality up front leading into a smooth and juicy hop paradise with a subtle bite. Wow, there's a lot going on right there. A lot going on right there. And without further ado, let's go. Cheers. Cheers. It doesn't have that piney scent that I was expecting. There's the 77 IBUs though. But not overpowered. Not no, like... But there's... This has an interesting taste. It does. Very interesting taste. Yeah. So, all right. We are going to go to the infamous, world-renowned Mike's world around the sports. Twirl around yeah, or world around? Around the world, and spo- around the world of sports <laughs> in five minutes or less. Or call it whatever you want to call it, but just know you're about to get a lot of sports in a very short period of time. So, you know, without further ado. I've got the clock. No, you got it. I was just going to say, because I just queued up my phone. Right here. Without further ado, here we go. And as our listeners know, huge Red Sox fan. Red Sox have been scuffling along. Had Monday off to recuperate. Recuperated so well. Tuesday they got smoked by the Rays 8-4. to Followed that up with a 20-8 to victory against the Rays. Yet somehow... Wait a minute. Is that a baseball score? Sorry, I'm, I'm right. marking your time. Okay, no. continue. Yeah, baseball score 20-8. to <laughs> And oddly enough, the Red Sox gave up seven runs in the top of the ninth inning. So I don't know if they were just pulling people out of the stands at Fenway and say, Hey, you want to pitch? We got a 20-1 to lead. Come on down. Um... Following that up Thursday, we lost to Tampa Bay 8-1. So I tweeted on my personal account, at FantasyExpert69. Go ahead and give me a follow if you want. Um, I said, hey, look, this isn't going to make or break anything. There's still a long way to go. The Red Sox are still in contention. Yeah, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying. But they must sweep the Baltimore Orioles. If they don't sweep the Baltimore Orioles, then... Can't you know? There, there's no wild card. There's no division. There's nothing. See you next year. Let's hope for the best. And you know, to paraphrase Hans Gruber from Die Hard, <laughs> you ask for a miracle, I give you the Baltimore Orioles <laughs> because in, in a three-game set, the Red Sox did what I required them to do and swept the Orioles. By a combined score of 30 to 5. Chris Sale made his debut debut on Saturday, went five innings, gave up two solo homers, struck out eight. It was strategically placed that he faced a bad team in his first start in over a year and pitched well. So the Red Sox did what they needed to do and swept probably the worst team in the big leagues. All right. 
Um, did what they were supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. Secondly, here in the world of sports, the um, the Miggy watch. He hit 498, oh. 499, and for the last three, four days, has been stuck on 500. He has not got there yet. So um, sounds uh, like pressure to perform. Yeah, yeah, he'll get it. I think I don't think he's going to get his three thousand hits this year because he needs forty eight or forty nine with like fifty two games left. So I, he's not going to get three thousand hits this year. Obviously, he'll get his five hundred homers on Wednesday. Corbin Burns tied a major league record by striking out ten Cubs in a row. I mean that's dealing. <laughs> and then on Saturday. Lefty Tyler Gilbert of the Diamondbacks became the fourth player in big league history to throw a no-no in his major league debut. Wow. I mean, fuck, his career can't do anything but go downhill. Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, you ain't getting better than it. Well, I, I suppose you could get a perfect game and then really hit the shitter. But um, <laughs> the fourth one to do it in the in the first since May 6, 1953, and we all remember. Uh, What's his uh, Bobo Holloman oh, yeah, from the St. Louis sure. Browns? Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah, everybody knew Bobo Holloman was the last guy yeah. to make his debut. Yeah, my man. And then um, finally in baseball on Thursday, Dave, I- I'm just going to say, because this is the one topic that I want to talk about the Field of Dreams game. Anyway, we'll get back to the NFL exhibition season is starting and it's on its way. Yep. Justin Fields, hey. Touchdown run, touchdown pass. The touchdown pass was, I mean, if he would have missed that pass, he probably would have been cut on the spot because there wasn't a Dolphin within 30 yards. The Bears won 20-13, but uh, Justin Fields looked decent. And uh, the Bears signed Justin Peters, one of the best left tackles of all time, a little long in the tooth at this point, but hey, Bears offensive line needs all the help they can get. The Wyndham Championship went into a record-tying six player playoff won by Kevin Kismer and in NASCAR uh, the second straight road course was the IndyCar and A.J. Allmendinger won it after uh, the course literally kind of blew up and caused a 20 car pile up so um, sucks for the 20 people oh yeah and the first one that's failed it was the guy that I picked William Byron he went over one of the, the embankments there, and the, the whole thing kablooey kablooey blew up, caused a 20-car pileup, and A.J. Allmendinger won the race, and I just saved our listeners 10 seconds. So of all those sto- stories, Dave, what struck your fancy? If none of those, oh, there's my timer going off. What struck your fancy, or did you have one of your own? No, I want to hear your take on the Field of Dreams. Perfect. Yep. That's I, what I, I'm I going did, because I was – I. That's one thing I kind of looked into a little bit. Did you watch it, though? I did not watch it, but I looked into it. All right. Well, I tell you what. On Thursday, I don't. I did not do the homework and look into ratings, but if you watched it on that day, Major League Baseball won the sporting world. Because other than the fact that Excuse me. What we'll have to look into is I don't know if Kevin Costner is sick. I I get, you know, the, all these actors and actresses, a lot of makeup when they're going on screen. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner joined John Smoltz and uh, yeah, uh, Buck, uh, not uh, Joe Buck. I wasn't watching, so I don't know. Who, who Troy? Who does Troy Aikman do football games? Joe Buck, right? Uh, What's his dad's name? 
shit. Anyway, the, anyway, the, the fucking body. What a fucking brain fart. You fucking idiot, Peters. Anyway, um, you know, so I, I get Kevin Costner's not makeup ready in roll film. I get that. He yeah. looked fine. Right. He sounded like he was gargling. He didn't look weathered. No, he didn't look weathered like Jennifer <laughs> Jason Lee. And he, he didn't look like, you know, he was about ready to die, but... He sounded like he was, was gargling Ron Jeremy's balls. I mean, and as far as I know, they don't doctor the voice. I mean, like they'll put makeup on and get rid of your wrinkles and maybe put a little different, you know, lighting, lighter yeah. lighting, darker lighting, whatever it may be. But right. he sounded like he was fucking about ready to die. I, 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 that was the only drawback to it. Now, the only disappointment I had with it is, and yes, had I researched ahead. Of, at the Fishman 8, because I know the Fishman is a stickler for detail, and this is something I could have very easily found out, but I didn't care enough about it, so I didn't look into it. I thought they were going to be on the actual f- the field of the movie. Actually, what MLB did is they were actually, like, behind the movie set, and that's where the field was. But anyway, neither here nor there, what a fucking night. The cornfields... Past the fences, the White Sox wearing the Black Sox uniforms of the day. Seven, three, no, uh, seven, four White Sox going into the bot, the top of the ninth. And I, I, I'm telling you right now, the fucking game was better than the fucking movie. John, uh, Aaron Judge comes up, smokes a two-run homer. Off the uh, Liam, not Liam Neeson, fuck, he's an actor. Uh, <laughs> Liam, uh, whatever the closer's yeah. name is, Liam Hendricks. For the, the, the White Sox closer, hits a two-run homer off him, 7-6. Base runner on, John Carlos Stanton with his nice little uh, John Holmes porn star mustache, gets one in his wheelhouse and fucking just turns on it and smokes it in the left field. And just stands there and admires it, and rightly so. Boom. Yankees up. 8-7. And, I, you know, and I'm like, fuck the Yankees. I hate this game. I turned the fucking TV off, went up to bed. And I don't know, you call it a premonition. Call it whatever you want to call it. Lay down in bed. There goes my phone falling out of my pocket again. Lay down <laughs> in bed, and I'm like, you know what? I do a podcast from the Field of Dreams game that's going to be my fucking, my story of the week. I, I got to go watch it. So I, I go down and watch it. Zach Britton's in the game for the Yankees. Gets the first out easily. I don't know how the inning goes exactly. I, mean, I don't know if it was two outs, nobody on, or, or if they got the walk and then the second out. Anyway, there's a man on first, two outs. Tim Anderson comes to the plate. Zach Britton is a pitcher, a lefty who throws the sinker, has got to keep the ball down, gets it up at Tim Anderson's wheelhouse, and he fucking crushes it to right field. Second he hits it, he knows it. He's given some gesture to his White Sox bench. I don't even know what it meant. But it was like, and I'm like, yes! A, I hate He's the telling a- everybody I have mucho grande huevos. Exactly. And it, was, and it was like, there is no way... Again, like, you know, to bring out the conspiracy theory in me, I mean, this game, the ninth inning, the atmosphere, I mean, there's only 8, 10, 12,000 fans, whatever it was. This game, 
it, it was there. It had it been a movie, you wouldn't have fucking believed it. Right. You know, it's seven. Right. You know, seven four ninth inning games over. Boring. Blah. Oh well, whatever. They tried it. It didn't work. Fucking Yankees come back four in the night. Yeah. And it's like it's eight seven Yankees, and then Tim Anderson fucking hits goes oppo, hits one into the fucking corn. Gestures runs around the bases. I mean, it was movie picture s perfect, unbelievable, and kudos to Major League Baseball for doing it. Absolutely wonderful prime time TV Thursday night. Nothing else on. Uh, I owe it to the listeners to check the ratings to see if it was as good as I think it was, but. I mean, even if you're not a baseball fan, I mean, that was a movie fucking worth watching. All the, Unbelievable. All the sports writers agreed with you. I mean, they said, you know, that, you know, it, it's like uh, the analogy I heard was um, outdoor hockey in the middle of right. winter. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It, it like it, it, it bumped baseball up for all the, for all the naysayers yep. and all the, the criticism that baseball has gotten in the last few years. This one was a big leap forward. It agreed in the MLB. And I, I, I just got to tell you, you probably talked for what, like five, I talked, seven minutes I on talked that. I talked longer about Field and of so, Dreams than my five minutes around the world. So, so like for about three and a half minutes of that, I was, you saw me, <laughs> I still have a little tear running down my cheek because I couldn't get the whole Kevin Costner gargling Ron Jeremy's balls out of me. <laughs> I was just like, where in the hell He sounded that? terrible, what? dude. How did that was like, come from? I, it, it's, if you would have watched it, you know, as busy as you are, if you would have watched the, the, the I don't the even know broadcast. what you said for three minutes. If you watched the broadcast, as any good podcast would know, this was a big event in a flight football and anything else, because this would definitely be the anything else category if you'd have watched, you'd have been like, What's what is wrong with Kevin Costner's voice? <laughs> like you know, I just envisioned Ron Jeremy's and not just like kind of like banging off his jowls, and I I couldn't understand him. And Joe Maybe. Buck and John Smoltz were trying to work him along. He looked fine though. I mean, it's not like he was hooked up to an IV. <laughs> I mean, you know, where you know, well, he wasn't a Stephen Hawking or nothing, but, but it was like well, he sounded got, weird. Maybe he's getting throat cancer, like Val Kilmer. That's what I. I asked you if there was anything wrong with him. Is I that, don't know. Is that why he sounds so fucked up in that movie, Val? The Val Kilmer? Oh, yeah. Throat He's got cancer? throat cancer. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. God damn it. Yeah. No, well, that's, a, that's a good, good documentary, movie. The yeah. Val. Have you watched? No, I've listen she started and lost interest. I have not yet watched it. Well, you got to get through to the part that, you know, I, I've, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it, not all the way through. That doesn't count, I know. Don't shake no, your head no, at me. No, I'm not shaking my head at you, but I'm sh- what I'm shaking my head at is because the listeners know <laughs> fucking Val Kilmer's had two fucking roles and two fucking roles only as fucking Doc Holliday and Youngblood. Youngblood? Are you fucking stupid, Peters? Tombstone. <laughs> and Tombstone. The fuck, he didn't play in Youngblood? That was Rob Lowe, you fucking idiot. Jesus Christ, that fucking sloppy wobby <laughs> hit me in the yeah, upper. It, 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 it hit um, right in the temple. Uh, Tombstone. Yep. It's Doc Holliday. Yep. And the second one was um, well, really? John Holmes in Wonderland. If you haven't seen. Oh, and, and Jim Morrison in the doors. He was fucking rock solid. I, I hated him in fucking Top Gun. He was a douchebag in Top Gun. <laughs> but if you have not seen yeah. Wonderland, 
watch Wonderland, and I be, I'm almost positive he's John Holmes in the movie Wonderland, which is actually a, a true story where John Holmes got you know himself into some debt, right? You know, and, and wielded that big 10, 12 incher as collateral <laughs> to, to get into the drug dealing thing. So the wonder, the uh, yeah, but the it, Wonderland it, murders is what the movie's called. But I his think, springboard into was real genius. I you probably didn't watch that, but that I was watched an eighties movie. Yeah, it was entertaining and quirky, like a lot of the right. like the eighties movies was. You think Val Kilmer's springboard was real genius or Top Gun? No, okay, well Top Gun. Sorry, right, right. Yeah. but I didn't like him in either one of those. He's a douchebag in those two, but he in fucking Tombstone. Oh, Tombstone, the, the he was absolute rock solid. fucking best. Yeah. Now, did I know Doc Holliday? Oh, I'll be your Huckleberry. Absolutely not. I didn't fucking know Doc Holliday, right. but. I'm going to go with Val Kilmer's perception and and reenactment right. of Doc Holliday and say that's how Doc Holliday was. Oh yeah, I agree. So, anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, let me know what beer I'm drinking. I think, I think it's. I think it's <laughs> yeah, I, you got the wrong one. Yeah, I went, I went from Reckoner to Sloppy Wild. How many there. do you have there? I have two. I got to get back to the Reckoner so I can get a solid rating. But anyway, that that brings up interesting uh, movies. So. Before we go to a random question, which if you don't have one, I've got one. It's a beauty. It's a beaut. Oh, I've got my random question. All right. But I have a random question as well. But anyway, this isn't the random question. So let's go speedball it. Top three baseball movies, top three westerns, top three football movies. Are you kidding me? Do you know who you're asking these questions to? Yeah, my pot partner, Dave. Oh, my God. More closely related to than my lover. (laughs) (laughs) So, baseball, you got Major League, Bull Durham, and you know what? I'm going to throw you for a loop just because I like to do that. It's uh, Brewster's Millions. Okay, well, that acts as a horrible selection for number three. There's no way Major League is better than Bull Durham. So, I'm going Bull Durham, Major League. Field of Dreams. Yeah, well, well that's okay. My, Field that's of Dreams my top for sure, three. but I wanted to throw you a curveball. And I'm only, the only I'm going, yes, the game happening is part of it because you could argue that Field of Dreams isn't really a baseball movie. It's about like a life decision movie and, you know, yeah, how you got it. But it ends up being baseball. Yeah, I mean. but, you know, it's. Yes, okay, it's a baseball movie. As much as Brewster's Millions is. I was yeah, just well, yeah, throwing Bruce, it out yeah. there kind of like Bru- Major Brewster, Payne. <laughs> Brewster's Million to baseball is to what uh, Deep Throat was to <laughs> cinematic genius. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, so, all right, top three Westerns. Top three Westerns? Uh, oh, shit. Um, Clint Eastwood in... God, no, it's third tasting. I'm not gonna get it. I'm you fucking can't it. think of a fucking western one. Give me one. Give me. Give me your best western. Give me a western. I wasn't a big western person. To start I'm not either. Play. I am not either. But I have. A, I have a fucking goat list of three that'll blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> well, that's what usually happens in these westerns. Exactly. Uh, and we've already talked about one, Dave. In the pod tonight. Yes, with oh, Val Kilmer. Oh, well, Tombstone, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, fuck, dude. Yeah. That's got to be, if that's not in your top three, we're done as partners in this <laughs> fucking flight football and anything else ends at episode yes, 87. Yes, yes, Okay, so Tombstone. Okay. All right. Um, why can't I think of the Clint Eastwood? Oh, Jesus. The outlaw Josie Wales. Thank the good, you. the bad, the ugly. God, All right, that's well. it. Outlaw Josie Wales. 
Uh, and the third one. Uh, uh, Blazing Saddles. I'll give I'll, <laughs> I'll give you that as Western. There, there you know. we go. I'll get more of a comedy, but you know, you got me on semantics. I'll give you Blazing Saddles. Blazing my, Saddles. So I'm going Tombstone. Pale Rider. Oh yeah. And the Outlaw Josie Wells. There you go. Those are my t- I, I like Pale Rider better than the Outlaw Josie Wells. A lot of people say the good, the bad, the ugly, but the good, the bad, the ugly is like a spaghetti western that I actually think is very fucking poorly done. Oh, you know what I should have said? I should have said the. Um... Oh, never mind. Wait, wait. Before think of what you should have said. Fuck. Yeah. You know, fuck that third phase. I'm I'm, re- I'm resending. Tombstone. Young Guns. Pale Rider. That's oh, my job for you. See, Fuck no, the no, good, no. the bad. Fuck the outlaw Josie Wells. <laughs> okay. I'm going with Young Guns because Young Guns, Young Guns was, was g- fucking money. Oh yeah, that w- I agree. But I'm going with the. Uh, oh, it's not the Insidious Six. It's the, the uh, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah. Whatever. It's an it's an even number. So I was close. Is it the Hateful Eight? I think so. I, I'm going with the Adam Sandler one. Another comedy. It's Adam a spoof, Sand- it's a spoof oh. on the hateful on the hateful eight. Then. Oh, because well, yeah, I was gonna say, excuse me, Adam Sandler's not in the hateful eight, but um. Anyway, the hateful eight's good until Samuel L. Jackson tells the one guy how he got his son to blow him. That that got what? A little, that got a little disturbing to me. It's like this, is, <laughs> and I love I love me some Sam Jackson, and it's like this. This, this, this is right. a, if it's uncomfortable for me, you know it's an uncomfortable scene. <laughs> and, and Big Dog, uh, the Big Dog Nate, that is the Hateful Eight, right? The movie that I'm thinking about yeah, there. It'll be a Corrections Corner if it's not. Yeah, yeah, it will be a Corrections Corner, but and I expect to text loyal listener Nate, the Big Dog, Commissioner of the One League that we talked about a few, and uh, co-host of Spilling the Nachos. That is the Hateful Eight, right? Samuel L. Jackson's talking to the dad of one of the guys that he killed and how he made that guy give him head before he killed him. That is the Hateful Eight, right? Or am I... What movie is that? Because I know you know it. Anyway, let me know. So, and what was the third? We went uh, baseball... Oh, did we go football movies? I don't know. Top three football movies before your random question. Um, uh, The Last Yard... Last or longest? Longest yard, sorry. Okay, Which one? The original with Burt Reynolds or the... The Burt Reynolds one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then Rudy. And then... Uh, the only one I can think of right now, and I don't know if it's a great football movie, is uh, the one with... Ah, uh, oh, crap. The one brother that used to be in... Not in sync. Oh my God! Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Oh, the Philadelphia one, the where he's a Philadelphia. Yeah, Eagle? yeah, yeah. I don't know the name of the movie, but I know I'll, I'll accept that because I know the movie you're talking. My story, uh, Road to Glory. I know, Road to I know, Glory, maybe. I know the I know the movie you're yeah. talking about, but yeah, that didn't make my story. Um, the Longest Yard. I agree. Number one. Number two is uh, Remember the Titans. Oh shit! Yeah. And number three is it Rudy or is there some? Does somebody dethrone Rudy? Is somebody there for? It could be a correction. Marshall. Corner. Marshall. We are Marshall. Rudy was better than that, though. Okay. I mean, yeah, even yeah. though uh, Rudy was better than that, 
You know what? I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Rudy, and I'm gonna be. You know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Rudy's quality, but to throw a little variance in as podcasters, uh, n- number three, Brian's song. Oh, uh, right. With yep. James Caan and yeah, the black guy who played Gale Sayers. Um, nah, probably because I'm a Bear fan. Right. I I do cry every time I see that. Yeah, I oh, do try. I do cry every time I see that movie. Heck yeah! I mean, it's real cheesy. I mean, it's like a seven, mid to late seventies, very, 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 very early eighties movies. Yeah. Low budget. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's cheesy, but good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, For it's sure. Real good. Yeah. So that'll be my third favorite football movie. So anyway, right. yes, let's roll. All right. So I have the random question for this evening, even though I just got the random question from you. So. What I typically like to do, as the listeners know, is go with the uh, five-second rule game, which you can buy as a board game. You can do it online. Highly encourage it. It's a lot of fun. It makes people squirm. All right, so are you ready? I'm ready, yes. All right, so I'm going to start my clock here and reset, go. So three international airports. JFK. And. Uh, MBS, <laughs> Bishop, uh, Detroit GMK's Metro. Oh, it is. All you right. got one. I'm All just right. saying some others. All right, ready? Yeah. All right. Three things you can't do at a job interview. Jack off, fall asleep, <laughs> cry. All right. Uh, three famous Michaels. Michael Peters. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. The Michael Strahan. Oh. Thinking Michael Jordan. All right. I'm more famous than him. <laughs> uh, three aphrodisiacs. Oysters. Yep. Lilacs. What? Go. Saliva. Saliva. <laughs> All right. Chocolate's one of them. Ready? Yeah. Three brands of condoms. Trojan, Magnum. The only ones I trust. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting to the point where I can't even see my notes right now. Uh, uh, Three fetishes you find weird. Ass-eating, (laughs) foot-licking, and rubbing your nails. Alright. Uh, three languages that turn you on. French, Italian, Latin. Alright, well that was quick. Latin? <laughs> Latin turn... Okay, never, heard it. never heard all it right. spoke. Except that church, that's almost weird. That <laughs> is a little weird. Dominus Bobisca, <laughs> shithead. And you turned on in church? Alright. Alright, that's okay. I have five fucking seconds to answer, dude. It's your rules. I'm trying to abide by your rules. Alright. Alright. <laughs> Three places to pick up women slash men. Bar, airport, funerals. <laughs> funerals. It's not a movie. Alright. Uh three elements from the periodic table. Copper, silver, magnesium. Oh wow. Alright. I thought I'd throw you for a you loop going from sex to the periodic yeah, yeah, yeah. table. You didn't think I'd get that one? 
Three toppings that shouldn't go on pizza. Anchovies, and that's it, because everything else belongs on a pizza if you like it. So I'm going with anchovies is the only thing not on a fucking pizza. We'll accept that answer. All right. That's all I got for the random question for this evening. All right. Well, now, since a lot of those questions were food, before we rate Reckoner. What are you talking about? Half of them were about sex. Man, whatever. If I'm not talking diet. All right. You know, what you're going to lose the most weight on. Nothing like that. If there was a bet for X number of days, be it 10, 100, 20, 60, 90, 2 million, whatever, would you go without meat or without carbs in your Ooh. diet? And again, this isn't who's going to lose the most weight, who's going to be the fittest, who's going to have the lowest cholesterol. It, it doesn't, I mean, at the end, at the end of, say it's 150 days. If I have to at choose, the end of 150 I'm going to go without meat. I, that's what I do. I, that, I agree with you on that because I think you could go more, you know, all right, yeah, it sucks not having a burger, but I could get a, a burger, throw the meat aside, but you have your piece of cheese, you know, your tomatoes, your onions, put your french fries in the bun. Right. And there could be nothing. So I agree with you on that, Dave, that I would rather not eat meat than not eat carbs. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm, you know, for those of you that know what somatotypes are, you know, I'm more of a, I'm towards the ectomorph side. So what if I don't have. somatotypes mean? Huh? I don't know what somatotypes. Somatotypes? Yeah, what does that mean? So there's three main somatotypes. There's your endomorph, mesomorph, and ectomorph. So your endomorph are the pear-shaped people. You know what I mean? Right. Pear-shaped people that typically, you know, like if they see sugar, they'll put on weight. Uh, your mesomorphs are your people that, for some reason, are just always, they just naturally, their body chemistry, their genetics, whatever, they've just got that triangular, broad shoulder, thin waist. You know, they put on muscle really, really easy. And your ectomorph is your super skinny bird type, you know, body style. Super, like, real thin. No matter, they could just eat carb, 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 and they, they're... So where would the guy from the sex life with the third leg fall in? What would he, he'd, he'd be the ectomorph? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> was anybody looking at his body style? He was thin, I mean, and then the wrench just hung low, and there was. I don't know, I, Mike, I don't know. You threw me for a loop there, but... Um, so, you know, I'm still, what am I? I'm 51 and I still well, can't 50. No, 51. Oh. Yeah. So much for being, you know, my yeah, podcast yeah, partner. Sure what I, know. I thought you, the last birthday was, but I can 50. still, I can still pizza, ice cream, you know, I'm still relatively thin. So I'm kind of between the mesomorph ectomorph. Relatively. Yeah. You whatever. <laughs> So okay. I'm tour. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm pointing out right yeah. now is that I'm I'm halfway between the mesomorph ectomorph, you know what I mean? I'm halfway yeah. between muscle and skinny person that can you know un, you know whatever. I I drew the long straw and I can still eat what kind of I want to eat. Now I don't know my cholesterol level, but whatever. Now the endomorph, you know, if you think of it that way, because the endo the the round. You know, people that are more towards that end of the somatotype scale, 
you know, they're, they're round. They have a harder time losing weight. Um, you know, they could do a lot of cardio and it just doesn't do any good. Uh, they've got to lay off the carbs and do some like half cardio, half, you know, uh, weightlifting to get themselves towards the mesomorph end of the spectrum. Uh, but you know, like when you talk about endomorph body styles slash genetics, you know, you're, you're not going to be skinny. Sorry. That's your genetic makeup. So anyway, where, where did this all start? I don't know. I was just going to ask you if you could repeat that because I really wasn't listening after the very start. Of it, so. No, I mean it's just something I'm very interested right. in and researched. And if anybody's yeah, listening, so and anyway, interested yeah, in that, so we're when we get when we, we get, both agree that when we get George and Mallory on the show, you know, and they kind of they kind of promote their their uh, fitness business and you know stuff like that. They'll talk about that a little bit. But anyway, so I think we, we digressed. Yeah. And we agree that it would be easier to give up the meat. Yeah. Cause I, I will, For you I, and I. I will just eat tater tots. Right. Till I explode. Yes, I would miss a nice steak, a burger, even even some chicken. Like, right. You know, like, you know, chicken wings. Yeah. But I don't know if I could just go in and say, hey, give me five pounds of bacon. What else would you like? Uh, no toast because I can't eat carbs. I, I would rather eat toast than bacon. I really would. Oh, I would too. Yeah, but you yeah. and I, you and I burn energy like there's no tomorrow. We could and probably again, fuel a yeah. third world country. So anyway, I thought I'd throw that out there. So I go first on the rating of the reckoner, right? Yes. All right. So I'm going three point five zero because it's almost smack dab in the middle of the sour. And our first tasting, which was the Triple Nazareth from Wax Wings Brewing Company. I liked the Triple Nazareth. I mean, so I'm going 3.50. And that was only because, not only because what? I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. Only because I liked <laughs> the one better than the other and the other better than the other. So 3.50. All right. So. For a lot of the same reasons that I'm showing Mike right now. Are you fucking kidding me? Two fucking way in the same fucking pot? No, I said three, five, five. Oh, that's a five. I thought it was a zero. Okay. I was going to say, wow, for two. Yeah, we are. um, See, I told you podcast partners are closer than lovers. (laughs) So you came with 3.55. You know, and your five looked like a zero because I was gonna say, I was gonna be amazed because I think it's happened one other time that we had the same rating and then twice in one pot it would have been a bizarro world. So, um, all right, well, with nearly five times the ratings of our Wax Wings Brewing Company tastings combined at three thousand three hundred seventy-six check-ins, the Untapped crowd came in at three point seven zero. So. We are more in line with the untapped crowd on the, um, yeah, the the reckoner than we were the two Wax Wings Brewing Company beers. And before we close this pod out, Dave, Jason, so send me a text, clarify it for me because I'm sure when you dropped off the 600 beers that you dropped off, which we greatly appreciate, I fucked up the translation of it. I thought you said Kentucky. Or Tennessee, but the Reckoner is from Miffenburg, Pennsylvania. So 
did he pick up a Pennsylvania beer in Kentucky? It just I'm just not that it made the tasting any more enjoyable or less enjoyable, but I just want to you know give proper facts. And Dave, yeah, what's up, Mike? Uh, you know, as Van Halen once said, "Where have all the good times gone?" Episode eighty-seven. As I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see him out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, <laughs> "You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here." <laughs>